So there's no fun song this week about who we're talking about in the Bible, oh, like sad. last week. But we'd say Father Isaac. Had, no, that just doesn't sound the same. No. But we're talking we're about more of like a rap. Is yeah. he Wizzy? Yeah, you go ahead with that. Izzy Wizzy was a bear. <laughs> no. no. Okay. So this week we're talking about Isaac. Let's, Let's get, into get into that. Before we jump into today's episode, we just wanted to share a few things with you. First, we'd like you to like this episode and then subscribe to our podcast. If you're doing that on YouTube, also hit the bell notification so that you know when we post anything new and then share this with somebody that you feel like would be this would be beneficial for. That's right. If you would like to support our show further, uh, we would welcome that. You are welcome to do that at anchor.fm slash marriage by design to check out your options for supporting the program financially. Otherwise, guys, the links to our social media are always in the description of every video. So feel free to check those out there. And now let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. I'm Nathan Warnock. I'm Andrea Warnock. And you have reached us for Family Friday on the Marriage by Design podcast this is a show that we release uh, every friday or thursday or whenever we want or we do what we want sometimes not every sometimes every few <laughs> but point is uh one coming at you right now and we will be talking about uh god's design for parenting and family and and practically what does that look like in our families so last time we i we started this kind of three-part series talking about the fathers of our faith abraham isaac and jacob and we talked about abraham so now we're on to isaac so this is all found in genesis if you go back to genesis we talk when what we talked about was with abraham is he was married well he was first known as abram he was married to sarai they were old as balls and they had no kids (laughs) And God gave them a promise that they would have descendants that, like, outnumbered the stars. So, but they they were old, so they started to doubt that and crazy circumstances. Anyway, they were, Sarah, what, their names got changed to Abraham and Sarah by by the the Lord. Lord. Jinx, can't talk for the rest of the episode. So, (laughs) Nathan, 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 now you can. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> wow. So their names got changed. She got pregnant when she was in her 80s. They gave birth to Isaac. And then, crazy circumstances. Isaac almost got sacrificed by his dad because the Lord asked him to, but he didn't. He, he was spared because the Lord spared him. And it, it was just a really cool story of man some big blunders that they made abraham that abraham had made yeah but also huge faith in the lord to believe though really at the end at the end believe the lord's promises so so strongly that he was willing to do something that the lord had asked him to do that was totally contrary to the promise that he had given so um and isaac went along with it and what we can assume is that he had to have that sort of faith in the Lord too, because he was old enough to have not gone along with it. 
And yeah, maybe around 20 at the time you thought. Right. Not he was old enough to have said, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not walking up this mountain with you to be sacrificed. I'm not going to lay on this altar." So, he he clearly seemed to have had the faith in the Lord too to that he would make it he would figure out a way to make this work. So, I think the question then for this week is What's Isaac got to do with it? Got to do with it. That's What's great. Isaac but a second founding father of a faith? <laughs> what? You just you, you, you seemed sad that you didn't have a song. That is a great song. So have I you just, been just sitting over there percolating on that this whole time? Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but now I can pay attention. Thank you for your contribution. You're welcome. Okay, so now we have Isaac. Abraham is gone. Isaac marries Rebecca. Becky. And Becky. And Becca? they have no children. The pattern is kind of repeating. So Isaac yeah. and Rebecca, they have no children. They get into their 60s, still barren. But it says Isaac prayed for her to bear a child, which makes me think, have you never prayed for it before that point? But anyway, the Bible makes it clear that he prayed for Rebecca to, to become pregnant. That is a good call. Maybe he was cool without having kids. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I, don't, I have to go back and read that I passage. I don't so remember if he, he knows, was upset about that. I wouldn't think so because he knows that the promise uh, true. of Abraham yeah, that's true. only runs through him. Right. So he prays for Rebecca to have to be pregnant, and she does. The Lord hears his prayer, and Rebecca becomes pregnant with twins. Babe, your thoughts on getting pregnant with twins? Oh my gosh, that's no. I don't. I I don't ever wish that for myself. So twenties. Um, then the Bible talks about that she, at the time of her, uh, her needing to give birth, she is. They find out. It seems like they find out then that she's pregnant with twins. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy because it says. Uh, so Isaac Isaac doesn't get married until he's forty. Mm-hmm. Um, when he takes Rebecca, and Rebecca is sort of a. A, a wife of promise, um, not sort of, she is a wife of promise as far as, you know, how she ended up coming into um, God's life. I mean, Abraham sent a servant ahead, Abraham sent a servant ahead and said, hey, this is the woman. Yes. This is what she's going to be doing. Go find her. Yep. And he found her doing exactly what Abraham said she would be doing. They get married when he's 40. And then in chapter 25, verse 21 of Genesis, it says, And Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord granted his prayer, and Rebecca, his wife, conceived. And Now, it seems like she knew that she was having twins because in verse 22 it says, The children struggled together within mm-hmm. her. And she said, If it is thus, why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord and the Lord's going to answer her prophetically. And he's going to say, two nations are in your womb mm-hmm. and the two right, peoples yep. from within you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other, yet the older shall serve the younger, which matters for purposes of the birth. So verse 24 says, when her days to give birth were completed, behold, there were twins in her womb. The first came out red all his body like a hairy cloak, so they called him Esau. Afterward, his brother, the younger, came out with his hand holding Esau's heel. So his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was 60 years old when Rebekah bore them. Right. So 
they were older and this was the only Isaac was the only way that God's promise to Abraham could be fulfilled because Abraham had no other children with Sarah. So there's this promise that I assume Isaac knows needs to be fulfilled with him and Rebecca. Anyway, he brings oh, the pressure Lord. to have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I sure. Would think. But he, but he, anyway, he ends up finally praying to the Lord. She becomes pregnant and they have these twins and, Man, pray for your wife, guys. Just, uh, just I want to make a yep. point of that. I mean, it was it was twenty years between the time they got married and the time she had the boys. Which it's really interesting that it says, "And Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren." The way that's written, it's it's hard for me to tell whether Isaac made a habit of praying for her over time, or whether. They were just trying to get pregnant, trying to get pregnant, trying to get pregnant, trying to get pregnant. And then at one some point, Isaac was like, man, I should pray about this. And then God granted his And how many request. times is that our own life where, right. where we're stuck in just doing the things that we're doing and forget to add God into the picture right. or ask God to, you know, get involved or whatever. Right. So super important how, yeah, prayer is super important. So they have these kids and... At the time, the the birth order, especially in regards to sons, was very important because the older son got a larger in- inheritance. The oldest double son portion. got a double portion of the inheritance yep. than the other sons did, and they in in a yeah in a Jewish family would would also receive a blessing. Right. So. It was important that Esau was the older son, the oldest son, and Jacob was the younger son. And then where they started to go off track is they mm. is that Isaac and J- and Rebecca decided on favorites. I mean, it's not right. like they talked about it, but but they ended up having yeah, probably not <laughs> having favorites uh, probably because of just how they the personalities, you know, uh it Esau was a hunter and maybe that personality was more like Isaac and probably and Could be. Jacob was more of a homebody and so that was probably more like Rebecca he probably just spent more time with Rebecca and vice versa yeah it's hard to I mean so verse 27 says when the boys grew up Esau was a skillful hunter a man of the field while Jacob was a quiet man dwelling in the tents Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game mm-hmm and but Rebecca loved Jacob. I mean, so so <laughs> Isaac, God bless him. Isaac just lo- want to eat, right? That's what he wants to do. Well, you see and, that and as e- kind of the downfall then, too. right? And Esau, so he loves Esau because Esau kills stuff and he can eat it. Um, but Rebecca loves Jacob uh, probably because Jacob was around. I mean, right. it says Jacob was a quiet man dwelling in the tents, and it could be too because. Of this crazy thing that the Lord had told them about Esau, the the younger will or the older will serve the younger. Could be, you know, and so maybe they had feelings about that, and they took kind of took favorites based on that. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to know, but the point that you're making, which is a good one, and I want to underscore it, highlight it, star it for everybody Mm -hmm. that's listening. This favorites thing is an absolute must avoid will ruin your family no no right 
uh, as a parent. And I don't mean like the, oh, yeah, I'm a parent. I don't have any favorites. Wink, wink. I mean, really, you have to be constantly vigilant on this because it will shred the unity in your family, guaranteed. Yeah, and it can shred your marriage apart and siblings apart and all that. So they have As it does here. Right. So they have these favorites and... Um, it it ends up several things happen here. Again, Esau was supposed to have a blessing by Isaac, a special blessing because he's the oldest son. Yeah. So think of the blessing. So there's two two B's in the Jewish uh, family hierarchy. The birthright. Think of that as a double portion of the inheritance. Right. So, uh, you know, essentially think of it as with two boys, one older and one younger, the oldest gets two thirds of the inheritance. The other gets the third, right? The the oldest gets a double portion. So that's more financial, right? The blessing is the passing of really the mantle of, of patriarchy in the family from one generation to another. So birthright, more financial uh, estate type thing, blessing, more spiritual Spiritual. mantle of the family. You know, you're now the the patriarch of the family because I'm dying, that kind of thing. So what happens first is is, uh, the favoritism, and that seems to kind of pit the boys against each other. Who knows how long? But there's a time where... Isaac is failing in in his health and uh, or sorry, I guess it first happens where um, Esau is hangry. There, there's a point that happens where Esau is just. He's, he's been out. He's, he's been, out. been out. Right. He's been out hunting. Right. And he's come back and he is so hungry. And probably Jacob is the one that has the skills to cook the meat, and Esau likely doesn't really. And, yeah, you just want to read it out of there? Yeah, so verse 29 says, Once when Jacob was cooking stew, Esau came in from the field, and he was exhausted. There's a little something there to pick up on about the decisions we make when we're exhausted. Uh, That's not a good time to be making decisions. So uh, when we're tired... Uh, any important decisions, you know, like giving up two thirds of Mm. giving up your birthright. uh, That's probably not a good time to make that decision. And Esau said to Jacob, verse 30, let me eat some of that red stew for I am exhausted. Therefore his name was called Edom. Uh, Edom sounds like the Hebrew word for red. So, this matters because as you read the Old Testament, you're going to read about the Edomites. The Edomites were the descendants of Esau. Yep. Jacob said in verse 31, so Esau's hungry. He wants some stew. Jacob, being shrewd himself, said, sell me your birthright now. Esau said, I'm about to die of what use is a birthright to me. Now, I don't know. It's not confirmed that Esau was actually three years old at this point, <laughs> but that's what he sounds like. He does. Right? I mean, how often do our kids come in? I'm so hungry. Right. And this is like 45 minutes after we ate a meal. Right. They're like, I'm so, can I have a snack? No, we're not having a snack. But I'm starving. No, you're not starving. You don't even know what that word means. Uh, so Esau says, I'm about to die of what uses a birthright to me, meaning... 
what do I need a birthright for if I'm dead? Which is, of course, silliness. So Jacob says, swear to me now. So Esau swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank and rose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. So a birthright is kind of a crazy thing that you can, quote, sell it, but but a birthright is a huge privilege and he sold it away for or gave it away for, for a, a bowl, bowl of, soup of soup that probably took him 15 minutes to eat craziness and and the fact that jacob was unwilling to give him the soup that the stew that he was making unless he got that big of a of a payment for it or any payment at all really is crazy and it it just it just goes to show their relationship with each other it was likely really horrible um and one was willing to profit off the other in a moment of need so um can i ask a question babe yes do you think jacob came up with that idea on his own i mean the the bible doesn't say although there's some indication we're going to get to in a little bit that makes me think maybe not it's but, possible. but the Bible doesn't say with this particular story. I guess if I were only reading that, I would think maybe because they're so because they seem so pitted against each other. Right. But you read on and then you realize maybe not. So we'll talk. Right. We'll talk about that. Yeah. You mean maybe he didn't come up with it right. on his own. Yeah. I think I've come to the place of and, and it doesn't. You know, ultimately, we can take away from it. We can learn our spiritual lesson from that without knowing. But I'm. I'm betting that was coming from mom. Right. That whole Which is horrible. That whole idea. Because then it seems like mom maybe despises Esau. Yeah, well, and it, but again, warm fuzzies now, for him. But again, we remember with the story of Sarah and Abram, the whole uh uh Ishmael yeah. Hagar thing. Hagar was that her name? The the whole Ishmael Hagar thing was really them just trying to help God with this promise that He gave. Yeah. Well, remember that pro- that prophecy that we read from the Lord. It says, sure. "And the Lord yes. said to her, Rebecca, yeah, that the 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 uh, the younger will serve the older. The younger, the older shall serve the or, younger. Sorry, yeah. And so, it could have been not her necessarily hating Esau because he's Esau. It could have been her just trying to sort of. True, I help guess that's out true. yeah i haven't thought about that jacob getting his leg up that had been promised so not a good idea to do that no you don't need it's to help not. god he's no. perfectly capable agreed so that happens then we see at the end of isaac's life he's he's failing in health he's blind and he wants to give his blessing to esau so he um makes that known that he wants to do that and and rebecca tells Jacob you need to go put on some because remember Esau is very hairy I think that dude must have been like really hairy because Rebecca tells him go put on um, fur fur from an animal (laughs) and then go into your father and get the blessing instead of Esau I mean that guy must have been really hairy if you can put on the fur of an animal and and trick, trick dad so anyway Jacob does that he's told by his mom to, to do that so he does he goes into his dad Isaac and uh, gets gets the blessing I mean Isaac kind of questions like is this really Esau but ends up deciding this is it's a pretty elaborate 
scheme yes that rebecca comes up with right. it really is rebecca's i mean there isn't really any indication in here that but jacob was jacob to go bring, along with it right but i mean there isn't it's not like they're co really co-conspire co-conspiring as you read this it's it's rebecca's rebecca was eavesdropping yes. on uh isaac and esau, and esau saying, she right. comes up with this plan uh either spur of the moment or more likely had been thinking about this for some time and just waiting for the opportunity yep so, yeah, so it's not good. The the blessing is given to Jacob, and then that's it. Like it's it's done over. You can't right. you can't take it back and then now give it to Esau. Um, you know Esau finds out about that and is devastated. Right. Um, and and it's worth pointing out, so is Isaac. Right. Isaac finds out about it and he's devastated as well. But again, there's no there's no takesy backsies. <laughs> is that is that in the Bible? Takes these yes, back I think that was a verse okay. in there. Yeah. Um and and that's kind of how it ends. Um yeah, it says, so Esau said to his father, Have you but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. Yeah. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. And Isaac his father answered him and said, Sorry is no takesy backsies. <laughs> No, it doesn't say that. He does give him a blessing, but it's not the it's same nothing as the blessing that like he gives the blessing Isaac. that he gave. Right. So or gives Jacob. So Jacob ends up with the birthright and the blessing. Right. Through probably not the way that I mean, I don't even know that God intended for him to have the birthright and the blessing. So obviously not through the, the way God intended it to be because God does not need our help. And and it would never have been God's desire for Esau and and Jacob to be at odds with each other and for um and for parents to kind of pit one against the other and anyway so the well well and if, can I just point out yes. that a consequence of this for Rebecca is that Esau's going to leave that meeting with Isaac with blood on his mind I mean he's 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 going to find Jacob and he's going to kill him. Uh, and Rebecca, this son that she loves, she has to basically pack him up and send him running from his brother to go live with to uh, Laban to save his life. Uh, and so this son that she loves, she does all this scheming. And then what's the consequence to Rebecca? She has Her no relationship. Right. She has right. no relationship with uh, him because, because he has to run for his life. And Really, once Rebecca dies, praise the Lord, they end up reconciling Jacob and Esau. Right. Although, long term, the Edomites and the Israelites are not friendly. Mm -hmm. So, even long after Esau and and uh, Jacob bury the hatchet, the peoples continue to hate each other because of this history. There's sort of this. It's kind of can be kind of hard for us in the U.S. to understand these sort of long blood feuds but like if you watched the Hatfields and the McCoys or any of these kind of old western you know blood feud sort of movies that's what's going to happen between the Edomites and the Israelites long after there's actually forgiveness between Esau and Jacob they're going to continue to to impede and pester each other uh to the to the point of of real people losing their lives because of what Jacob did to Esau and 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 to go back to to what I'm sure is your point is this really boils down to parents that picked a child right. and sort of backed that horse in the race, right? So to speak, 
Right. And and it's it's so dangerous and I'm sure can happen without intentionality. It just some favoritism can happen. We've seen it in families where there's one child, one parent favors one child, another favors another one or or something like that. And it it wreaks havoc on the marriage. It wreaks havoc on the sibling relationships. Right. And so, you know, to to take a lesson out of this story, it's so important as parents that we really um, choose to not have a favorite. And if right. we do, confess that to the Lord and ask him to, to realign our hearts, you know, and um, to really treat our, our children the same and as much as possible. This can happen oftentimes along gender lines too, particularly if there's two kids and one's a boy and one's a girl. Um, and I just want to say, even if they, it's easy as a parent to just go, well, I don't have a favorite. It's just that her and I like doing things, similar things, and he and him like doing similar things, or she and him or whatever. That doesn't matter. Like, there's this one child that just, we just like doing similar things. And so when we go on vacations or when we hang out, we kind of go do our thing and they kind of go do their thing. Really make an effort to stop that um, within your family. It doesn't mean you can't go do those things, but do them as a family. Um, create a, create an environment in your family where, you know what? You don't have to be doing something you enjoy doing all of the time. Um, sometimes it's about unity as a family and we can take joy in doing what this particular other sibling enjoys doing or what we as parents enjoy doing even though you guys don't enjoy doing this as children because we're together as a family Um, and really for your kids and I know this can be a difficult thing to talk about but really telling your kids hey we really want to facilitate you guys having a relationship because we're not always going to be here and once we're gone we don't want this family to fall apart because we were really the ones holding it together. Yep. Now I'll be honest with you. And I tell my kids that they're, that they're my favorite. I tell all of them. <laughs> so individually. Okay. Yeah, so I think that they think I, that they're the only ones that get told that. <laughs> That's similar to what I do, which is tell them all that they're completely worthless. You do not. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but no, I do that I, together. I, I do sometimes tell them, that they're my favorite, but I tell I make sure to tell them all like the same amount of times. <laughs> but wow, it kind of goes. It's it's sort of because so uh, our friend Ty used to say, "I think I'm God's favorite." Not not really, but kind of. And it goes to the way he felt about his relationship with the Lord. I feel like I'm favorite. I'm I'm a favorite of the Lord's. Even though I know, I know that's I'm not, not real. I know right. that's not real, but I kind of do feel like that. Right. And I want my kids to feel like my my parents. I was their favorite. I know not really, but I felt like it. Right. And I want all of them to feel that way. Right. So so. Anyway, a great lesson to learn from one of the fathers of our faith, Isaac, who had great faith in the Lord and we can see that in his life, but he also really fumbled the ball with his parenting in a certain way, but yet God still really honors him. And mm-hmm. we can see that in the founder in, of faith, right. And him being the founder of faith and in Hebrews in the hall of faith. So, um, another encouragement as parents that we can really fumble the, the ball sometimes in our parenting, but, but we can also do some, have some really great faith and, um, turn that around. So it's great. 
It's great. All right. Love it. Thanks, baby. Well, thanks for joining us. Hopefully, you have a great weekend. And remember, God is for your, your family. family. <laughs> <laughs>